Welcome to Singapore's Real Estate Explained Podcast. Listen up, providing you with bite-sized real estate information you can trust and motivation on the go. Proudly presented by your host, Jervis Isaiah Ung, millionaire real estate broker, real estate coach, and investor. Powered by JNA Real Estate, the real estate brand of our generation. Welcome once again to another week of the Millennial Movement. Once again, it's the first of its kind real estate live stream. I'm here once again. Nigel here, Jervis is, here. That's right. I don't even know why I'm just saying this. Why today <laughs> I just like, my script just boom. He's having, uh, he's sick today. Sick today. So, uh, pardon us for the job and energy. Yeah. Yeah, so right. in today's episode, we are going to share a little bit more on uh, ECs, mm. right? Uh, our take on ECs. Correct. What are some of the regulations? What are some of the financing options for ECs? Wow. So cheap. As well as, I'm going to delve a bit deeper for this. In this uh, topic, before we delve yeah. deeper, mm. for those who are going to chime in later and watching right. this recording, right, right, I am going to be covering the five most recent MOP ECs and how they did profitability. Mm. Profit in terms of in terms of profitability, okay, we got you, we got you, we got it. <laughs> you okay, know when I'm tired. I speak louder, but then my brain is like no words. Right? Okay, yes, and and I'm mm. going to share with you all also two condominiums that have already privatized mm. the Quintet, which is where I yes. stay currently. Right, uh, Nuovo. You stay at the Quintet? That's right. Oh, yeah. This is Chachukang. That's right. Ah. How do you know the place? Aga, aga, la, aga, aga, yeah. I know. La. Actually, I saw you in your boxes la, last night when I walked past. That's how I know. You know, I'm like grimacing right now. <laughs> because that is what I do on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, see? So if you've seen it, I'm not sure whether it's true or not. <laughs> right? And Whitewater, I do have what? an individual who stayed right opposite my condo. Okay. He, one day he met me, he's like, Jervis, I'm lost in life. I'm uh -huh. 21 this year and okay. I'm a bike mechanic, you know, so I said, okay, let's reach out. Uh, bike mechanic is in like motorbike? Uh, no, bicycle. Oh, bicycle. It's quite amazing, right? Okay. So I said, okay, let's meet up and let's talk more. And he yeah. told me say that, do you stay at Quintet? I'm like, wow. He said, how you know? I said, because last time when I drove my Maserati, he said the noise every time wake the whole residence up. Oh. So that's the reason why I saw it. <laughs> super inconsiderate. <laughs> yeah, super inconsiderate. Okay, so okay. I saw it away. Yes. Right. So in today's topic, we are mm. going to start from the basic first, Can. all the way into the advanced, the numbers, and then go on to both myself and Nigel's take, right? Sure. Even though we are tired and we are sick, both of us actually did the research. We also prepared deeply for today's content because EC falls into that sweet spot yeah. between private properties as well as HDBs or BTOs. Pretty much. Yes. Pretty much. And that is the mm. thing here. Is it still a myth that ECs are profitable? Or if it isn't, how then do you invest in profitable ECs? That's something mm. that I really want all of us to learn today. That's right. I'm not going to lie. Today, he did a lot more research, to be honest, because I think he's a lot more well-versed in, 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 in ECs. Thank you. He became an EC expert recently. recently. Actually, not really recently, yeah. like quite some time. Because mm. actually, he has... But I grew interest in ECs yeah, recently. Because uh, he was doing a show on 97FM. So that's mm. exactly why he delved into the topic a lot more than, than, than I did, That's but right. um, of course today, we may have some differing opinions. Conflicting. Conflicting opinions. 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 They are about just opinions ECs. about ECs. But before we get into it, right, I think we need to flash our disclaimer first. So That's right. here comes the right disclaimer. Yep. All right. Make sure you read every single <clears throat> word. It is meant to confuse you. You are absolutely correct. You have to be confused. You have to be confused. I feel that this, right, instead of being <laughs> an educational platform, right, it became a joke and you're instead of comedy. Wow, again. Yeah, actually, real estate. No, because there's only five people, so it's okay. Yeah. Six. So we can just joke. Yeah, but and then, then the when people watch the replay, oh, you're right. then the smart local might start talking about us. Smartlocal.com. Hey, not bad, huh? Smart local can consider him. JNA Real Estate. Mm -hmm. Now you can have a 
China. Real estate tech for he writes pretty well. So I think the editorial should be coming out soon. You learn a, a lot of secrets today. Right. When I shoot what editorial is coming out. They're the boxers also, right? The box, the, yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. How like, do we censor that, I mean? Can we censor <laughs> that? But, or we can't Post-production, post we try to censor that when we re-upload. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so that you won't listen to it on Spotify. Talk about boxers and you fall off the treadmill. That's right. Yeah, so let's, let's hope that doesn't happen. And, I'm just staring uh, at him because I think he's out of his mind. I, I'm out of my mind as well. I, I, I'm learning like you, you know. Have to keep myself awake, you know. If not this, this I don't know, I'm not going to feel better. Yes, really, but I hope that during this Wednesday evening, if you're watching us, or yeah. you're watching the recording, yes. our laughters and our, you know, easygoing attitude is going to make you warm up to this video, okay? Correct. Because we are very personal people. Mm. If you want to meet us, yes. talk to us. We are deprived. We want we to are. talk to people. We are, we are. That's why the form is down below. That's for you right. to fill out the form. Okay? Fill out the form and let us know, okay? Uh, you can choose either option Nigel or option Jervis, but yeah. both of us are going to meet you also if you prefer, Correct. right? So anytime, okay? Why real estate consultants are important because they help you have that, you know, uh, arbitrage or they have give you that unequal advantage yes. when investing. And okay, I feel important. that. Yeah, mm. And that's our forte. Right, because most of our people here, a lot of them actually major in finance, real estate investments. Mm -hmm. And this is the things that we try to you know, give as much free value as possible. But one thing that I just want to mention is this. Yes. Why do you need to let us know? Because every <coughs> individual has very differing circumstances and goals. Correct. Today, if I give you a one-size-fits-all solution, which is what we're doing right now, because yep. you know, we know that majority of people may not want to meet us. Mm. But you know, if you want to have, get us to delve deeper into your circumstances, let us know. Recent weeks, I think both me and Nigel, we have yeah. encountered quite a few of our viewers mm. who have actually chimed in and said that they wanted us to let them know a little bit more about the BTO selection. Yeah. And they said, but you've got no commission to earn. Mm. I say if today is all about commission, we won't do live show already. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, sometimes <laughs> when I have appointments, people say, whatever you're just telling me would earn you a little bit lesser. Yeah. And then someone can even tell me how much lesser. No? <laughs> then I'm like, yeah, la, thanks for helping me calculate you know, how much <laughs> off my annual salary that would that's be. Fine. But I think we really do it because we want you to make a choice that you know That's is right. optimal That's so right. that 10 years later you won't say wow that Jervis and Nigel are anyhow, anyhow. Yeah, we don't want that yes we because we are looking that. for long-term relationships yeah. because to us helping you find the ideal home or the ideal investment property is extremely important correct and because today we're talking about EC right That's right. what should we first talk about like should we talk about the scheme should we talk about the grants what do you have in mind okay I think that before we go into the schemes and mm. the grants, there's only one grant actually for, oh yeah, for EC. Yeah. Uh, I just want to share with you a little bit more about, you know, today when you buy EC, what do you need to have? Okay? You need money. La. Yes, money. Everything right? need money. That's right. So EC has been mm. like positioned as a product that is extremely affordable, very mm -hmm. cheap, very easy, a very low barrier to entry. Correct. But to be really honest, I feel that EC's barrier to entry is actually quite high. Not because mm. you need a lot of money to enter, but because the range, right, your income has to fall within that range, right? Yeah, the income true. cap is? 16K. Very good, yeah. $16,000. And right. if you fall anything lower than that, you still can afford some ECs, right? Higher than yes. that, you cannot buy really, unless Correct. you want to appeal. But if you go way lower, you can't even afford the ECs. Exactly. Because executive condominiums, similar to HDB, follows this thing called the? MSR. Mortgage Servicing yeah. Ratio. And that's why I find it's very weird, you know, it's like not really private, it's like not it's private HDB. but follow the HDB, HDB rules. Yeah. Right? So that is 30% of your uh, annual income, right? So yeah. uh, I, I did do a calculation. Example, mm. if today, mm. right, you want to buy a $1.2 million EC, yeah. that can be a three-bedroom, which is something that later at the end, I'm going to share with you what kind of EC confirm can make money. Oh. Disclaimer can flash one more time. <laughs> what oh. kind of money confirm can what kind of ECs oh. confirm can oh. make money? 
when to buy, confirm can make money. Wow, oh, this one better than the than the Chinese New Year, the 属猪的朋友，恭喜恭喜，恭喜恭喜，今年属猪的朋友冲太岁。幸运的颜色是黄。哎，我喜欢这个。那个的 so if let's say you want to buy EC of one point two million dollars, yes, right? What does it mean? Okay. Yeah. Firstly, let's account five percent cash. That means sixty thousand dollars of cash, non-negotiable. Cannot be CPF. Yeah, okay. Correct. After that, you need fifteen percent cash or CPF upon exercising the sale and purchase agreement. Okay, mm. that will amount to uh, hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Okay, mm. so in total is really two hundred forty thousand dollars. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Two hundred. Yeah. yeah. Two hundred eighty thousand dollars. Right. After that, you still have to pay the buyer stamp duty, and because if these mm. ECs are above one million dollar. BSD is four percent minus fifteen thousand four hundred dollars. Correct. So net net lah, okay. Minimum cash you need sixty thousand dollars, and the rest of the three hundred thousand dollars that you have to pay, including your legal fees, ah, has to be paid using your cash or CPF. Correct. So today, if I go out and I ask people, today you are young, you want to buy an EC, not many people do have the three hundred sixty thousand dollars that we're talking about. Correct. Right, because you need some years. You need some years to work first. Right, three sixty k is not easy to earn. It's not. Right. So this is something that you need to take note. Yeah, and I think. The the it's really a double whammy because first like you said you need about three hundred sixty thousand dollars in cash and CPF mm. of which minimum needs to be sixty k in cash. Yep. And then another thing is because you are you are wedged because of the MSR, which That's is thirty percent right. of your monthly income, uh, that you can use for servicing the mortgage. That's Unlike right. TDSR, which is sixty percent yes. that you get when you use a when you do a when you buy a private property. That's so right. So it may seem affordable from a quantum perspective, PSF yes. perspective. But with all the other restrictions, you realize that wow, you know it's the barriers to entry is quite high. Correct. Right. Yeah. And putting into perspective, if you are looking at a one point two million dollar kind of EC, mm. right, your combined income must be thirteen thousand five hundred dollars. I think mm. if two fresh grads were to come out from school and if their combined income, let's say each gross about four k, yeah, right, that's about eight thousand dollars. Yeah. So you need at least I think five years or even eight years of working before you can buy an EC. Mm. And the question here is that by then, if you want to buy an EC, does EC make sense anymore? True. So this is something that we can address later on. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Great. So now that we know that you know this hybrid property kind of follows HDB in terms of the MSR, but then again you got to put down five percent cash. And as a matter of fact, there are some grants as well, but that would mean that your combined income needs to be below twelve k to get a grant. So I actually tabulated the CPF housing grants here, mm. so that we can advise you guys better. Yeah. Uh, and if you want better clarification, you can actually call HDB to check for them uh, with them, right? So the right. H the CPF housing grants for ECs, right? Right here. Let's say today you are a Singaporean citizen, Singapore mm. citizen, right? Yep. Anything above twelve thousand dollars income, which you mentioned, mm. absolutely correct. Don't have, no grants. Twelve k, yes. uh, sorry, eleven k, right? If it's eleven k to twelve k, ten thousand dollars grant. Ten k to eleven k, twenty thousand dollars grant. Ten thousand dollars combined income or lower, no, uh, thirty thousand dollars grant. Yeah. But for PRs, will be ten k lower for your grants as well. And remember one thing: your grants are not free, okay? Because if the moment you take a grant, right, you must remember eventually when you were to buy a HDB or EC, you need to pay resale levy. Correct. That's one thing. Secondly, you have to pay accrued interest on top of your grant. Yes. And when you sell the property eventually with the grant and the accrued interest. The amount of cash that you take back will be lesser. Correct. Yeah, that's right. something that you have to know. Yeah, and I feel like mm. a lot of sellers didn't take that into account, and when they eventually decide to sell, then they realize that wow, you know, I was expecting this amount of cash proceeds, mm. but now I'm left with you know so much lesser. So that's I think right. these are things that you should do. Uh, like what Jeff is trying to say, do it before you even get into buying that property. 
first so yeah. that later on when you sell in fact, I think one good exercise to do, which of course, uh, if you engage any one of us, we can do it on Excel for you, yeah. is to also calculate your accrued interest as you're holding it. That's right. And you'll realise, right, why you don't want to hold it for like 15, 20, 30 years. Okay. Yeah, you'll get slapped because really, really big. Correct, yeah. correct. And one thing, there are some things that we need to note as bars of the, uh, to buying uh, ECs. Let's say, what are the things that prevents you from buying an EC? Yeah. Let's say if today you have a property or you have overseas property, you cannot buy an EC. Mm. And even if you have them, you need to be able to dispose them uh, within the past 30 months. Uh, right. Sorry, the 30 months, right? So yeah. means, what does it mean? means about two and a half years before you own a BTO, uh, after you own a BTO, then yes. you can start applying for an EC. Correct, correct. Yeah. And, and uh, that funny story. So when I was 18 years old, I don't have my license yet, right? Yep. Then I wanted to feel what it's like being an agent. So then I go and talk to this lady, this auntie at a seminar. And then I say that, oh, you interested in EC or not? <laughs> After that, and why? Because at that point, I know of a property agent from yeah. another company. Yeah. And I, like, I try to be his extended arm, you know, yes. while I like, try to go and get prospects. Get business. Yeah, then I never do the fact finding. Yeah. Turns out, right, we talked talk, 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 then I found out towards the end of the one hour conversation. Yes. After drinking coffee that she has a foreign property in Malaysia, I think. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Then I wasted everybody's time. Yes. Really, 18 year old Nigel. It's okay. Then now you're much better because now of that. Yep. Yeah, correct. So some of the eligibility schemes that we don't know, mm. like you have the public scheme, right? Means one citizen, at least one other citizen or PR applying as a family nucleus. Yep. Fiancé, fiancé scheme, right? Mm -hmm. Joint single scheme, mm -hmm. right? So two or two to four single citizens all above the age of 35. Yes. They need the orphan scheme. Mm. Yeah. And so these are the schemes that you can fall under. You need to be able to fall, you need to fall under the HDB schemes, right? To be able to buy an EC as well. Correct. Right. Private property, you have no regulation, no, no restrictions. Yes. Yeah, anybody agreed. can buy. Agreed. Agreed. Right. That's right. I think maybe if I was to just quickly slip in and say why people are looking at ECs more is because um, the transition is a lot smoother from HDB to EC mm. because of like, the deferred payment and you don't really need to obtain like bridging because financing is a bit of a concern when you're trying to move from one property to that's another. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's exactly why people are more interested in yep. EC at this point. Yep. And mm. to be really honest with you, the good thing about ECs is that even though you can only take up to an LTV of 75%, as, mm -hmm. as per all bank loan, right? Mm -hmm. There is a way to be able to take up to 80%. Mm -hmm. And that is legal, right? Through bridging loan. Okay. Right? If you guys are interested, reach out to us, okay? Yep. Because a lot of my clients actually, before they meet me, they'll tell me that, you know, Jervis, I didn't know that this is possible because I could not afford it. Mm -hmm. Because they still have the HDB, they haven't sell. So they don't have enough money, right? So there are methods. You just got to reach out to a real estate consultant and they're going to share with you this, okay? Correct. So if you feel that it's unaffordable, let us know. Uh, let me find some solutions for you if you have already decided that an EC, that an EC is going to be the perfect option for you. Mm. Yeah. Okay, great. Yes. So moving on, yep. now that we've covered the schemes, we've yep. covered a little bit of the grants as well. Yeah. Um, is it time to go into uh, what are the ECs in the market? Sure. I think everyone's just curious what can buy, ah? Uh? Definitely. See what can buy, ah? Uh, Definitely. Know? And then just now you go and tell everybody that confirm make money. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. everyone excited. <laughs> where, where? Everyone excited, no? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so okay. yes, definitely. Mm. We're going to go into that, right? I've mentioned it. I'm going to share with you a little bit more. Yep. But the thing here is, okay, today, if you are above the age of 40 and you're watching this, you're thinking that EC is for young ginnas or kids, right? I'm telling you, one of my clients, the oldest client that bought EC for me is at the age of 58. Okay. okay, so there are, you know, no matter how old you are, you can buy EC1. Okay, mm. because what I realized is that most of the EC buyers, yes, there are a lot of young couples who are inquiring about an EC. Correct. But not many young couples can buy an EC because yeah. of, you know, the MSR, right? Yes. But there are individuals between the age of 35 to 45 who are surprisingly mm. buying a lot of the ECs. 
mm. right? And there are plenty of launches that are coming up soon. Nice. All existing in the market. I'm going to share with you some launches that will be coming up. Actually, yep. just one now, okay? But land bid wise, there's going to be four more plots of ECs that's coming up soon. No names yet. Later, I'm going to share with you a little bit more. Wow. But let me share with you a little bit more about what are the current ECs in the market. Mm, okay? Cool. Both Nigel and I have research on this. So I'm going to share with you that I just took the updated pricing today. Ooh, so it means I just sorted based on the lowest per square foot and the highest per square foot, right? Mm -hmm. So firstly, we got the most recent one, which is the Provence Residences, yes. right? At Sambawang, Yishun Sambawang. PSF-wise, not too shabby. Mm -hmm. Starting from 1026 per square foot for a three-bedroom mm -hmm. to a 1291 PSF for a two-bedroom, right? Mm -hmm. After that, we had Ola mm -hmm. in Aukang. Mm -hmm. Yep, 1023 PSF for the four-bedroom mm -hmm. and 1296 PSF for three bedrooms. You know, Ola launch was crazy. They got some real, Madi Ma real Madrid soccer stars to go there and play soccer. Li Nanxing to come in. Oh, is it? Act. I just thought it was Mediacorp act actors and actresses. Maybe I got Real Madrid. I think so. <laughs> Can't be they fly the Benzema here and play the time, right? You saw, you were there. I didn't see that. Oh, you heard that. <laughs> really? Wow, okay. okay. Big budget, big budget. Yeah, they Not had bad. a big Not budget bad. for the marketing, right? Not bad. Park Central Residences that is at 10 Pines. Tampanese. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> laughing right now thinking I don't know about Tampanese, yeah. right? Tampanese, right? Uh, PSF-wise, 1063 per square foot for a three-bedroom mm. mm. and 1258 per square foot for a five-bedroom. And you may be wondering why the yeah. bigger uh, yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Sometimes it's because of the stack and the floor level. No and that's the reason why I want to share with you before I carry on. When selecting an EC, mm. it is very important not to only choose the development, mm. but also choose the unit. Correct. That is the reason why real estate agents are extremely, extremely important. I would say yeah. season one. We are real estate investors ourselves, so I know how important this is. Correct, correct. Okay. As, in, as in, I think many times you have cited based on your clients' uh, uh, case studies, testimonials, yep. that sometimes the, the wrong unit right, could mean leaving, like losing $120,000 over $1,000 in potential profits. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. and one thing, what you mentioned is spot on. Mm. One thing you got to realize is this, not buying the lowest PSF means you make money. Correct. You need to choose. Based on the region, the district, the surrounding competitors, what is the buyer demographic? And mm. I think all these things leave it to a real estate agent to advise you. Okay, yeah, so agreed. don't choose it yourself. It's for investment. If it's for own stay, uh, kaki song. That's what yes. you're saying. Yeah. Suji Own self, show. I think a lot of people, when it comes to choosing units, right, yeah. they, uh, I mean, some of them will bring the, the, the feng shui shi to come and take yes, a look. Yes, yes, sometimes. But I think that alone is, that is good, but that's not enough. Yes, but depends on their beliefs. Yeah. So some people, let's say, uh, they are business owners, to them feng shui is important, then you've got to choose yeah. one because your business can make more money. Correct. But what Nigel has mentioned, has mentioned is true also, right? A feng shui master is not going to be able to tell you what is the best uh, you know, investment unit. But yes. I think one thing, mm -hmm. recently I, uh, I had a feng shui master who actually reached out to me before, mm. right? Uh, okay, disclaimer, I don't believe in feng shui, okay? okay. <laughs> Based on my religion. But um, the thing here is that he told me that he was also a real estate agent. Wow! That's quite, quite sick, uh? Yeah, I mean, he can do the feng shui yeah. and then sell the property. Like, does 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 it really work that way for him? No. He said that he said that he kind of retired from real estate already, oh, After his okay. feng shui business, maybe because there's a conflict of interest. Right. It's like today, if you're a real estate agent and you say that, hey, this house, the feng shui is very good, and you're selling it a bit. Wow, yeah, oh. you know what I'm saying. Then, then you know <laughs> honestly, but if we were feng shui masters and real estate agents, right, I think there will be a lot more views on, on this. <laughs> everybody, <Sing> <laughs> yeah, everybody will kind of listen to us, you know, whatever we say is like, yes, okay, tomorrow go and queue for the EC already. <laughs> Correct, that's yeah. true. We're not, we're more numbers driven as a, as a whole, but yes. we also look at the qualitative factors like what Jervis was saying, yeah. uh, what are your peers, what's the competition like, so that next time when you exit, right, you kind of know whether you 
you know, what's the level of competition you will be expecting at that point in time? True. That will affect your pricing as well. That's right, yeah. So the next EC that we're going on to is mm. Park Canberra, Sembawang. Yes. Last unit already, mm. 1083 per square foot. Okay, so snatch it if you Shilks. want. It's not, mm. no choice already, right? Correct. Piermont Grand at Pongo, 4 bedroom, 109 PSF, mm. right? And for the 5 bedroom, it's 1161 PSF, yep. right? For Park Greenwich, which is going to be one of the next launches in EC, it's going to be in the Fernville area. Indicative pricing is going to be at about 1,002 2300 Wow. How do you feel about the prices? Wow, okay, that's something that maybe you and I may, may start to disagree a little bit. Mm. Um, I'm a bit concerned in terms of the price. I yeah. personally think that I, f I feel la, that when buyers ask me about EC, I will feel like they sort of missed the boat. Mm. Okay? I mean, sure, those days you can get an OCR uh, EC for like, what, maybe 5600 600 PSF. Uh, of course, if you miss that boat, you know. 300 PSF also can get. Yeah. Really? Oh, is it? Yeah, and, and those days you can make a lot of money. 1,000 is crazy. Yeah, and today I feel like, I feel like ECs should not be above 1,000. But that's just, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. ECs above $1,000 per square foot, to me, is quite expensive. I know that um, also the spread used to be a lot um, wider between mm. EC and private. Today, mm. the spread is narrowing. Mm. Today, the spread maybe is 250, 300 per square foot. Yeah. So, I think, I, I think, I think in terms of profitability, I like to think la, that you can still make money, but it's not the most optimal. And also, uh, in terms of the leverage that you can get because MSR versus TDSR, yep. you end up having to settle for a smaller quantum. So that is my, that, that, those are my thoughts on that. Okay, I wouldn't disagree with what you have mentioned. Mm. I totally agree with leverage, which means, uh, you know, today if I can afford a $1.4 million EC, it potentially means that I could even afford a $2.8 million private property. Totally. Right? But I think one thing that we need to make sure is that mm. if you are buying a $2.8 million property, it doesn't mean that the more expensive property you buy, the more profits you're going to earn. Correct. Right? So 2.8 versus 1.4 million, mm. potentially 1.4 can make more than 2.8. Mm. But I do understand what you mentioned about the spread, which is, you know, now uh, with condos going at 1,003, 1,004, even 1,005, 8 PSF, right? Correct. And East is going at 1,000 to 1,001, 1,002 PSF, right? Mm. Is there still this margin? Right. right. Later on, I'm going to share uh, my take. Mm -hmm. Then after that, you share your take. Sure. And then the viewers can decide. That's right. Yeah. That's how we try to be objective. Liu Qian. <laughs> this is called Liu Qian. That's right. Oh, That's Magic. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> these are the ECs uh, that, 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 that we have. Personally, I'm of the view that if today you can enter a PC, a EC, mm. a EC, a EC that's under the square foot of 1,000, which is what I mentioned. Wow. Oh, tan tiu voila, tan tiu, right? But if today you cannot, yeah. 1,000, 1,001, I still think it's very safe. Fair. Okay, Fair. later on, I think the cost doesn't only come from the profits you can make. Mm. But last week, Nigel mentioned this thing, right? And I concur. Opportunity cost. You yes. need to go and think about the opportunity cost that is going to be incurred when buying an EC. I think that's yeah. extremely, extremely important. Yeah. Okay? I think now that you talk about opportunity cost, yeah, the other problem is the, is the timeline. Timeline as well. Yeah, right. which we'll cover, I believe. That's later. right, that's right. Mm. Yeah. But if let's say today you are a young couple looking to buy your first property, you want to stay long term, yep. you want to stay a bigger apartment of yep. a lower quantum, mm -hmm. EC is perfect. I think you can hold mm. long term and you can make money as well, right? Mm. But if you're saying that from a very investment point of view, yeah. is EC the best asset? Then I will agree with you that EC is the best asset. Yeah. Okay? So it depends on which stage of life you are at. Okay. I do agree that space is, is, is really uh, good for ECs because I remember I was uh, going to some of the show flats in the north as well and mm. I must say that while wow, the four bedroom uh, ECs are huge. Mm. Yeah, the only thing is that right, I don't understand why some of them have like many, many toilets. Like every, almost everyone has an ensuite bathroom. Yeah. I guess that's good because yep. 
is to encourage multi-generational uh, homes. Yeah. Uh, so that's something that you want to consider. That's why when you were saying earlier that everyone's circumstances is different. We don't know how big your family is. That's right. So that's why you need to have that conversation with us in a consultation to find out what's the most optimal strategy. That's right. I think that's important as well. Right? Yeah. So in order to know whether ECs can make money or not, mm. right? I have to do my research. Of course, I always course. do my research, right? Always and this is a research that I've done uh, recently. Yeah. And these are the list of new resale ECs that have already reached the MOP period. Mm. And from these ECs, they have MOP and they sold it. I want to see how much profit they made. And nice. I also want to see whether is it really truly that profitable. Fair. But the caveat statement here is, last time ECs per square foot, which is what Nigel mentioned, right? Big odds, right? These mm. EC prices have been 600, 700 PSF. Yeah. No more such prices already, right? But then uh, in 2015, right? Because now it's 2021, so about five mm. years is 2015. Yep. The average per square foot in Singapore uh, properties is about uh, 1,000 to 1,001 PSF, Fair right? Enough. So yeah. the margin is about five, 600 PSF. Uh, mm. yeah, compared now, it's about three to 400 PSF in terms Correct. of, yeah. In terms of difference, okay? Fair, fair, fair. So, right here, I'm going to hmm. compare C Horizon. I just saw my aunt sharing in my family chat that Jervis is doing a nice piece of Perfect. Thing. Thank you, Thanks, aunt. aunt. Yeah. Uh, she sells very good bubble tea at Gigpo and she's been there for like 15, 20 years. Oh. Okay, very okay. Good so go and support them. Is it the kind that is like um it's after school you the go and OG's one? Wow, yes, that's the yeah, best. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah. Leho coin for? Sorry, if Leho and Koi want to sponsor us, you also can sponsor us. Please tag Leho and Koi right now. Last <laughs> week we tagged Panic Room, Panic Room reply. Yes. Penny texted me. She said Penny reply. You know Correct. what? what? Realized they tagged the wrong Penny room. Tagged somewhere in Germany. Oh. But the Germans replied. Not bad. Now we got global presence. <laughs> now we got Why global presence. <laughs> did they reply in German? Or did uh, they I didn't understand. Oh. I, didn't, I think it was a cursor or something. Yeah. Okay. So there are a couple mm. of uh, ECs that I will compare today. I will <clears> be talking about Sea Horizon, mm -hmm. right? Ecopolitan, yep. uh, Sky Park Residences, yep. Lush Acres, Forestville, Watercolors. Okay. Wow. Later on, I'm going to go into ECs that have already privatized. Okay. Mm. And there is one trend. Mm. And today, if you capture the trend, right, yes. do me a favor, write the trend in the comment section below. Why? So that individuals who don't want to watch the whole video, they also know the tip. Correct. But if you want to keep it for yourself, also can. Can? Okay. Both ways works. Both yeah. ways works, okay? Mm. Uh, the first thing, let's look at Sea Horizon. Okay, I, I don't have the slide here with me, uh, but you can see the data that I've chosen are all from square foot, which means that it's transparent data. Yep. Uh, the slides are not posted there because I just want you to be engaged and listen to uh, the voice, uh, mm. the voice of Singapore, right? Ooh. Okay, so right here, Sea Horizon, okay? Mm. Highest profit. Highest profit. Okay, one thing about Sea Horizon is uh, you don't laugh. <laughs> I see You're the laughing number. at the profit. Okay. <laughs> no, you cannot laugh. You know hey, why? Man, this eight years, right? You cannot laugh because <laughs> haven't you? I haven't fully MOP yet. So these are appeal okay. cases. Fine, fine. Okay, these are appeal fine. cases. Those are my clients who move inside. So, you so on. Okay. Yep. Mm, okay. okay so the thing here is the highest profit is hundred and seventy-seven thousand dollars. Bought on the year 24th July, uh, 24th July 2015, a 1,335 square feet home and sold five years later in 2020. Wow. Okay? okay, and then the list go on to 144K in profit, 138K in profit, 128K in profit, mm. 125K, and then there's one very sad individual. Uh, I think never do the JNA unlock. La. <laughs> profit $5,000. Wow. Minus all the accrued interest on that, gone. Negative sale. Yeah. Negative sale. Yeah. Okay, but so this one going to TOP in October MOP. this year. MOP. Ah, sorry, uh, MOP. Yes. MOP, MOP October, October this, year. this year. So maybe you know, what's the highest? I don't, honestly, just I don't think so. You know why? Because right at nine hundred plus per square foot for a five-year-old development, right? Yeah, it's actually already um, for that area. It's actually really not bad already. True. Yeah. True. In fact, the guy who uh, the person who sold at the highest price, the one who appealed. Yeah. Um, I think the sale price was what nine three seven. That's right. And this time around, when it MOPs in October, I think easily above a thousand That's right. And you mm. know what? Uh, my client's EC mm. is the third highest profit there. Oh. At one hundred thirty eight k. 
Right. And you wow. realize that the PSF that they bought was actually at one of the highest also. Oh, yes. Right, but we sold it at quite a good price for her. Yeah, and that's that pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Because of our GNA real estate. Actually, it's, it's the highest amongst the top three. It is. Yeah, because the, the, the highest one is a very big unit. That's right. It's almost like 30, 40 percent bigger. That's right. This your client's one is a smaller it's a unit. 797 square. 797 and you sold at 973. Correct. Even the highest in terms of profits only sold at 937 right. per square foot. Yeah. And I can tell you one thing. The condition of the home then when we saw it, they had two kids. It wasn't the best. It really wasn't the best. Mm -hmm. And sorry, there was a commotion there because there's someone on the, at the trying, wrong, to in, uh. trying to break oh, into really. our office. Yeah. Okay, but no, no worries. Okay, so uh, it wasn't the best condition, but we managed to do uh, clean up, we cleared everything, supportive owners, mm -hmm. uh, and we sold it at one of the highest price, which That's is amazing. amazing. Okay, amazing. so this is uh, for uh, Sea Horizon. Yes. Honestly, five mm. years, 177k, okay or not okay? <sighs> not bad, la. honestly, not bad. Okay, very bad. La. I, I would say to, to, to Singaporean thing. standards, I mean, I don't know, a lot of people are revising their expectations. Mm. Especially when they go buy BTO or they buy like HDB resale, they revise yeah. the expectations. Yeah. So I will represent the voice of the every Singaporean who will say, okay, yeah, not bad. Both of him are whole, how they always say. Correct. Okay, yeah. So yes, it's true. But later when I share with you the other profits, you come and say not good. Mm. Okay? So Ecopolitan, okay, yes. the top profit, three hundred and ten thousand dollars wow. okay this is a one three six seven square foot apartment mm -hmm. right and uh, they held it for five years yep. okay the rest who had it for seven years six years seven years uh, they didn't make much profit so it's about not getting much 300 years 200 yes. then 100 then forty eight thousand dollars for ecopolitan okay uh, eventually later on mm. i'm going to test you what the trend you see here okay yeah sure you're going to see hope, hope i get it like you can't get it like not just fire me. No, don't fire him. Okay, <laughs> so next thing is Sky Park Residences. Okay. Oh, Sky Park, Sky Park oh, yeah, Residences yeah. actually TOP'd recently only. 10th of August 2021. MOP. 10 August 2021. Uh, so what does MOP mean? It means that individuals have stayed in the home for five years already mm. and reached the minimum occupancy peak. Okay? Hey, why so many people can get to appeal like they succeed? Uh? Appeal not easy one. Eh? Appeal isn't easy. Mm. But the word is that you have to be persistent. Yeah, and for appeal cases, the HDB, uh, the government actually wants to look at legit cases. You know why I love the Singapore government? Because I think they are very understandable. Fair. But there are a lot of people who like to exploit the loophole and try to appeal to get more properties. I feel that that's mm. not very nice. Uh, okay? yeah, so yeah. that is something that, yeah, you can do so as well. If you have like, for my client, mm. right, they appeal because they had two kids and they only had one, one room. And wow, the kids are all growing okay. up already. Can you imagine 700 plus square feet apartment? Yeah. It's so yeah, small. Eh. Definitely. Yeah, and they can't stay inside. So yeah. did they upgrade to, to... They actually, they didn't upgrade. They mm. upgraded to a bigger space, mm. but they shifted to HDB. Fair yeah, because they, they say that they don't want the financial commitment, they just want to, you know, just at their mid-40s, they say, you know, I just want to uh, take care of my kids and move on. Which I say is mm. okay, right? That's why even though investment is very important to me, correct. some people just feel that, you know, comfort is more important. And I think that's perfectly fine as mm. well. Yeah. Agreed. So for uh, Lush Acres, okay, Lush mm. Acres has plenty of transactions, wow. you can see. Okay? Really hot. Yeah. Uh, bought in the year 2013. This is actually in the Ferndale area. Okay, right. uh, highest profit, $445,000. So this one is waiting out the entire duration? Correct. Uh? Okay. Uh, not, not yet. Oh, wait. Because entire duration is about uh, 10 years. Uh, Alright, so this one is still 5 okay, years. Okay. Later oh, on, then we'll clear the MOP period. Clear the MOP period, okay. correct. Okay, so 8 it. years, $445,000. Mm. And then later on, moving down is 300 plus K, 200 plus K, 100 yep. plus K, right? Wow. So these are properties that are bought during the 2013 uh, period. Right? Correct. Okay, the next one we have is Forestville. Recently, I also transacted a unit at Forestville. Mm. Right? So, Forestville uh, was bought in the year 2013-2014. So, top transactor, top profits, right? From September 2013, right? A 2,217 square feet apartment. Recently sold in June 2021 with a profit of $394,000. Okay? And watercolors, mm. highest profit, $300,000. 
bought in the year 2012 and then sold in the year 2020. So eight years horizon. Uh, and this is a 1,658 uh, square feet apartment. That's so nice. based wow. on all these things, right, you guys are able to have a clear understanding as to the previous batch of ECs, right? Those mm. who already battled the storms and now they are already uh, saleable and they are for sale, right? Mm. And those who are already sold, uh, there's those that are already sold and transacted, Correct. right? What are the profits that they're looking at? Mm. Okay, when I say five years sold in eight years and stuff like that, you must remember one thing, because the MOB starts from the day you take possession of the property. Right. Twin view, why could I sell upon TOP? was because the three years started during the time I exercised my apartment, which was three years ago. Mm. I didn't even stay, right? So this one is individuals have wait. If it's five years waiting time, means they have three years of TOP, eight years in total. If it's eight years waiting time before sale, means 11 years in total. Wow. And at this moment, I know Nigel being uh, a very opportunity cost kind of guy, mm. which I am, to be honest with you, right? Yeah. 11 years is three property cycles. To earn 300k is not bad. I think I think a, a good benchmark would be maybe above half a million dollars if you can use the entire eleven years that's properly. Right. That's right. That's mm. right. Yeah. So uh, that's the reason why I say ECs is an asset that okay today you don't want to go for full fledged investment. Yeah. You just want to buy a bigger place to stay, mm. and then you want to buy a, you know long term you know you got some investment potential. EC you can consider as well. So the question here is there should be a trend that you all can observe. <laughs> oh, this Nigel panicking now. He's like, yeah, yeah, like, what's the trend? <laughs> Profits he has are fever today. Minimum, minimum yeah. can make close to January, right? Yeah. Okay. If you zoom a bit deeper, you will realize one thing, and this is the golden nugget for today. Okay. Okay. This is the January real estate millennial movement tip. Okay. Mm. Number one, when you want to buy an EC, if you can, firstly, the PSF need to be very low. Correct. Don't enter too late. Okay. Yeah. Number two, you need to buy big. Yes, actually, that's, that's something I wanted to point out as yes. well. Because all these units, right, are at least above 1,400, 1,500 yeah. square feet one. And the highest profitable one is always 1,800, 2,000, 2,000, square feet. Yeah. yeah. So what does it mean? It means that there is a demand, a multi-generational demand for homes that mm. are affordable but yet big. Agreed. Right? And in the EC market, you need to remember one thing. Today, if you're selling an EC in the open market, your EC already is five years old. Correct. Okay? fully privatized 10 years old. Mm. So you may think that five years they can match the new launch price, but you can't because it's already five years old. Yes. It kind of missed the TOP effect already, yep. which we are going to share potentially a few weeks later mm. about private property prices. Or if you want to check me out, right, on Wednesday, next mm. Wednesday at 8.45 a.m., 9.7 will be screening uh, my take on private properties in Singapore, Beautiful. right? And I have shared about this on CNA 938 before, mm -hmm. uh, but if you also want to catch some of the recordings for 9.7, mm. go to the Me Listen app, right? Gerald did ask me to, not Gerald and Kim, Gerald, nice mm, Gerald. Yeah. He asked me to do a shout out, so just shout out, right? Nice. I, 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 hope, I hope they're watching this. Yeah. I ask me to shout out, watch. And not alone. Tag him, tag him. Tag him, tag him. Yeah, so I, but he's an amazing host. Yeah, okay. really amazing host, just yes. like you. Right? Thank you. So, thank yeah, you. so uh, watercolors, the next development you can see, mm. right? Bought on the year 2012. Yep. Uh, sold 2020, made about $300,000. And this is above a 1,600 plus square feet apartment. Later on, I'm going to give you all five to six golden nuggets that you can take with you, mm. right? So that when you're choosing an EC, uh, if it isn't from us, right? Choose from other brokers, right? You need to let your brokers know what are some of the things that you want to, uh, you want them to take note as well. Okay. So next thing I'm going through is the resale ECs that has already fully uh, privatized. There Beautiful. is a myth in the market okay. that today there's an opportunity. The moment your EC MOP fires, ah, uh, yeah. go and buy this EC resale one because oh. cheap because later privatized already, ah, uh, oh, I can sell at a profit. Oh, okay. Okay. This is a myth. Ah. This is a myth. <laughs> it's a myth. Yeah. Okay, logically speaking, if you think about it, today, if the property is already 10 years old, yep. you already see it as a Laokokok -Kok property, a bit Laokokok -Kok already. In Singapore context, yes. Laokokok, -Kok, right? Singapore Singapore context, context, right? Yes. And let's say today, when it fully privatizes, mm. right, it means that you can sell to foreigners. Correct. But do you really see foreign demands in ECs? 
Do you really actually. see a lot of foreign demands no. buying, you know, uh, mass market condominiums? No, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't see that as the case. <laughs> and I also think that people will have this, there'll be a, there'll be a bit of a taste in their, in their tongue, right? Knowing that it was once an EC. Is that the case? Yes. That's what I hear from yes. some people. Like, they say it's not the same. It is mm. like, yes, now it's private, but yes. it's EC. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what you feel. And so. one thing about the Singaporean mentality, what yeah. you mentioned is that like EC, right? Mm. Is that if you realise, if you look at the real estate prices in Singapore, yeah. Singaporeans don't like to buy high expensive ones. Mm. They like to buy value buy, no matter if they got money. Singaporeans got money. We all mm. have money, okay? Mm. But mm. context, right? But it depends on uh, whether how much the other people buy. So you know when we go Carousel, we see oh this sneaker is very nice. Uh. We see retail <laughs> price eight hundred. Yeah. The person sells six hundred. We top four hundred because second hand ma, you buy eight hundred only, not one thousand, why seven six hundred, right? The same thing you can see from property trends. That's the reason why I love property good. trends. That's you know, yeah. when an EC is for sale at six hundred PSA when it was first launched, yes, yeah. you can tell them it's donkey years ago. That's twenty fifteen. Now it's twenty twenty one. Hello, yeah. right? Yeah. They are gonna offer you eight hundred PSA, nine hundred PSA. You won't hit thousand, one thousand two PSA. So, so their mind is still that it is still an EC after all, yes. and I maybe and not. Cheap, ma, yeah, not happy you make so much. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Okay, not say not happy to make so much. Maybe, maybe. Okay, okay. I, I will not be happy for the person to make so yeah, much. Yeah, there, yeah. Right, but it's more of you know. Uh, Sell me a good value lah. You yeah. make you make a bit. Don't make too much, right? right? Yeah. And and the funny thing here is, um, this is just the Singaporean mentality. Yeah. What we are seeing is just like that. Mm. So if you ask me, after five years, can prices go up for EC? Even if it's a resale EC, I wouldn't speculate. Yeah. You myself. Hmm? I, I mean, it could be. Yeah, it could. It could. I think. I think I already saw some of the prices. The prices actually look quite good. Yes. Pretty decent ah. Yes. But but you must see the year that it was bought and the right. year that it was sold. At. Correct. Right. Okay. So now I'm going into three developments. The quintet. Right. Ooh. I see the amount my mom, my my money, my of money my mother make. Ah. Uh. But you wow, know what? Really my mom never buy during launch. My mom buy huh? resale. Oh, the, oh, you're born on the on the fifth year <laughs> after MOP. Uh, Six or seven year, I think. Right. Right. right and the right, change for okay. me to stay in quintet is like I was in boarding school. Mm. Uh, back in uh, J uh, not JC secondary four. Then my mom told me say, hey, we change house already. I said where? I'm very excited. Mm. Since right next to the current condo that we stay. At. <laughs> but bigger house, la, nicer. Bigger house, bigger yeah, house. Definitely. And and uh, wow, in fact, I didn't know the units are so huge. Mm. 2,400 square feet. Correct. Eh. Wow. So the amazing. highest profit at Quintet is $785,000. It's very high, right? Yeah. Bought in the year 2007, sold 2018. Okay. And this is a 2,400 square feet apartment, right? And look at the purchase price, Kaima. Wow, 308. Square foot. Which also means this 2,400 square feet apartment yeah. huh, is $720,000. Yeah, lor. yeah lor. <laughs> wow. no That's the price of a resale today. Yeah. Cannot even buy yeah. anything. Really. And to be fair, right, to be mm. fair, right, the the owner only made about 300 plus per square foot in 11 years. Correct. Which in today's context, you know, when we do our analysis, we will say that 300 per square foot you've made in 11 years is not a lot. Yeah. Because what you want to do is Every three, four years, you want to at least make about 200 to 300 per square foot. Correct. But because the quantum is insane. Yes. That's why they're able to make... The size is insane. Correct. That's correct. Right. Oh, sorry, yeah, the, the size, size is insane. insane. That's right. The quantum that's is right. super low. Yes. Yeah. And the, the, the fun fact here is, right, we mm. always say things like, um, the real estate real estate will eventually run, yeah. right, um, um, you know, with the real estate cycle. So, example, if the new launches price are going up, mm. resale prices are go is also going to go up, mm -hmm. right? Currently now, the nearest launch to uh, Quintet, UT area, right? Yep. You have some dairy farm residences. Yep. There's already transacted at 1,004, per square foot. You have Phoenix residences that's coming up soon. Uh, mm -hmm. That's going potentially at 1,003, 1,004 PSF and it's very Ulu on top of a hill. Don't ask me how I know because Penny last time, every time I drive past Phoenix, she'll tell me, hey, you know this is where I stay last time. Leh. I need to climb up the hill 
to carry my bag. So oh. now everywhere she go, I must fetch her because she hit me already. Right? So Wait, she, right? she still staying on the hill? No, she don't stay at the hill, oh, anymore. Oh, oh. The hill anymore. Right now she's staying uh, nearby but not. But still must fetch, Correct. Still fetch. Okay. This is uh, no choice. Yeah, <laughs> okay, but anyways, right? So now at the PSF of the highest transacted was at six hundred and thirty-five PSF. Like. Yes. Does it make sense in current market? That's why. So no what way. I'm trying to say is that no not way. all real estate is going to no run way. the real estate market one. Yeah. yeah. So don't see it that no way. way. Okay. And the next one that we're going to see, right, is this uh development called. Okay, maybe before yes, we move sure, on, sure. based on this, right? Mm. I mean, we won't have a hard figure to this, but where do you think this price trend will head towards? Will Which it? One? Like for, for the quintet that you that you mm. cited earlier. Mm. Do you think it'll start to taper off and mm. then it will start to decay? Or mm. do you think there's still that chance for, for like one more push when the rest of the real estate market moves? Yeah, I, I think that okay, yes, price may increase, mm. but maybe after every eight years may increase by like fifty PSS or something. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but it will reach maybe forty years old already, mm. then you'll start seeing price decay already because of the nine nine yearly so. Makes sense. Unless there's an on block. Mm. But the area I don't think there'll be on block. Yeah. I stayed there fifteen years. Eh. 19 years of my life. <laughs> UT has never changed. Never changed. Only it's one UT point. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. Yes, yes. It is, it is. I mean, you stay at Tengvanga, what can you no, say? No, I know. I used to go for training at Crunchy Camp. I was there for like six months. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you go to UT, then yeah, it's, it's just a very. I would say it's a very yeah, very ulu la, very ulu. You don't live in your, front is forest, right? Yeah, right in front is forest. <laughs> yeah, you're right now, there's only UT point in, in, in that Malaysia. area. I got Malaysia. Yeah, you say it's super near super for you. Super near. 10 minutes. Wow. Usually I bring my passport in my car. If I don't change direction, <laughs> let's say I go Vivo, I see 25 minutes, I say never go Malaysia 10 minutes. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah okay. prices are so like, divided by three. Divided by three as well, yeah, right? Yeah, so, and I actually added another chart in, right? Mm. For our reference, if you're interested, you can just DM us, I'll send you this report, right? Uh, our EC report. If you see, right, the next chart I added in is bought on. You see, I highlighted the bought on. So yes. these are people who yes. bought the most recent for the highest for the profitable transactions, mm. right? Bought in the year 2015, right? So after fully privatized, you see the profit they make 62,000, wow. 35,000, 8,000, 30,000, and they sell within six, seven years. So you must understand, right? Not all resale HDB uh, resale ECs after MOP you can buy. Mm. Doesn't mean you can just limit it. And it's very interesting, okay? So yes. I'm trying to go into the psychology of the buyer. Yes. If I buy, if I buy a, an EC after MOP, mm. I think the whole purpose would be I want to gun for the space. Mm. Okay, maybe my, my thought process would be, okay, I want to buy something, I want to buy an EC that's after MOP because the space is, is, is good. It's yep. a, maybe a bit cheaper from a PSF perspective than the private property. And yep. I will then buy the biggest unit. But I realize, right, a lot of buyers here, right, mm. only bought about 1,200 square feet only, you know? Yep. Very, very, or 1,300 square feet only. And that's a very good, uh, that's a very good, uh, um, what's the word? Uh? Observation. Mm. Yeah, sorry, today my words are really cannot. And I don't know how you can do it. So kudos I'm to trying, you for I'm being trying. sick and still doing so well. <laughs> right. So the reason behind that is why. Yeah. This is also very important to see the demographic of individuals nowadays, right? The, what is the behavioral pattern? Right now, population is increasing mm. but local population is not increasing oh, it's yeah. because of the birth rate That's so now 1200 are you going to plan to have kids not at the moment right not so do you need 1200 actually probably no la, no la, I won't, six I won't. seven hundred is okay agreed because it's very cozy agreed one dog there two people happy i was just looking at some apartments uh with my partner yeah. over the weekend yeah and to us it's like we don't need anything bigger than a thousand square Correct. feet even if you've got three cats two dogs and one two fish monkeys. and two monkeys and one chinchilla yeah, still can fit. Yeah, still, still, still can, can fit. Can, still can fit in a thousand square feet. Me and Penny, when we go to Twinville, we see 732, then I ask her, wait, how many kids? Three. Who are? Or five. Yeah, I say, then cannot. Let it, 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 let
the yeah. 2,300 square feet one. <laughs> Correct, yeah. the bigger one, right? Yeah. So this is the reason why, because in terms of population, we are shrinking locally. And the thing here is that birth rate is dropping. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why the preferences has changed. But thank you so much for wanting to, you know, contribute to the higher end of things. And I need to make sure that my factory yeah. and her factory can work. I'm not sure. I With the high stress I'm that sure we have like every day. Can, can. Tomorrow I book appointment for you. Can. Let me check. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me about kids. Wow. Yes, three kids. Yes. So right. the next thing is Whitewater yes. companies, right? For individuals who have bought during launch, they profited not too bad, right? 451k is the highest profit, mm. right? They bought in the year 2003 at 340 wow. BSF. So in 2018 at 699 per square foot. That's amazing. Why Nigel also said, mmm, because you see there's 16 years. Yeah, actually that's something I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> 16 long, years, and then the building is about 3 to 4 years, so 20 years to make. <laughs> this one is um, consolation, <laughs> like like the 4D, the consolation price. Right. La. Yeah, I don't want to offend the, the seller who sold, la, but okay, la, it's really like unway jiang. Yes, not but bad, not, not bad. everybody yeah. is able. Okay, so to put it in perspective, if you were to profit 451k after yeah. 20 years, right, Correct. that means it's about 20 plus k per year. Okay. Yes. Honestly speaking, not everybody went into real estate having the investment mentality in True. mind, and that's the reason why we are trying to have this entire uh, Facebook live show so that yeah. you can let you all know the importance of real estate investment, Correct. right? Correct. But to be honest, uh, mm. let's say today you are. Uh, you are a young guy. Mm. Uh, let's say now you are 35 years old. Okay. Example, right? Uh, we are, she's, she's way younger than that, by the way. So mm. 35 years old. Younger. Then you stay 20 years, 55 years old, you see you probably 400k. Not too shabby. Uh. You build memories there also. Not too shabby, but I just want to say one thing. 18 yeah. years, right? I just want to, I would like to imagine that accrued interest is insane. Yeah, right. So sometimes staying put is that that's the problem. You're not really recycling your capital to find a higher yielding uh, 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 product. product. Mm. So I think 18 years, right? I can imagine the accrued interest will be at least a quarter of whatever he whatever cash proceeds the person made. True. Yeah. And you see, uh, that is profits. the reason yeah. why I'm so blessed that or I believe you are very blessed to feel that we are in real estate. Because mm. we see it from that perspective. Yeah. Right. When I stayed in my previous apartment for about 15 years, yep. I didn't feel that accrued interest was there. I never you will never see one. True. You will just stay and be happy. And then mm. when it's time to sell, things change, circumstances change, you just change. Yeah. Right. And then you'll be like, oh, this is how I make okay, hey nah, or is really. Mm. Right. So that's the reason why it's very important. When you buy a property, if you are a millennial. Mm. You need to be able to always keep investment in mind because real estate asset is one of the biggest investment asset that you can ever make. And yeah. you know what is the best thing? Mm. When I bought Twin Do three years, I didn't know it just flew by like that. Yeah. Right. Tell me about it. Yeah. 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 My weight also flew by like that. <laughs> right. Okay. And okay. I still think about it. You know what I'm saying? So this is the all thing that, matters, that I just want to matters. Yes, Great. that's right. So if you see water, white water, right? Yes. Those who bought after MOP, right? You can yeah. see the next one here. Uh, bought in the year 2018, 2016, 2012, the profits they make are uh, yeah. okay, there's one that's 100k, mm. 18k, 10k, 9k. Yes, there's a few 121, 152k, but these are people who bought in 2010 and sold in 2016 or 2018, even 2020. Wow. So 10 years of holding period to make 100k. 10 years is a lot of time, So you got to know that. Okay, you got to know that. Okay, the next one is Novo. Right? Mm. Novo, individuals who bought this Amokyo. Mm. You know why last time they say location important? Why? Because Amokyo is. No. Actually, no. Oh. You're almost oh. there. Oh. Oh. The reason why people say location is important because oh. last time, different location, uh, uh -huh. same price. Uh. Different location, same price. Take a look at this. Right? For Novo, bought 2002. You see the PSF? Yeah, 300. Plus, uh. Right? You see Quintet? Mm. Bought 2003. You see how much? Tempanese also? 300. You see? I see. I that see. That is the I reason see. why people say that location last time is important. Okay. But now they the also you get you get an edge just by 
buying a better location with price being the same. Correct. Okay. You know why? Last time I asked you a question. Do we ever say that hey, Totobanga is in the uh, Asia? Is it Asia? Asia. Asia region. Is it yeah. that we don't say hey, Amokyo is a mature estate Asia region? We don't. Mm. We never say that. We just say estate Amokyo, you stay Chachua. Okay. We feel that it's very neutral. Correct. Unless the person says Sentosa, then we know that this guy must yeah. get. You know? Yeah. But it, you know, it's a, it's a stay Bukitima. We never had the feeling that well, Bukitima means Atas, right? Okay. But now it changed. You know mm. why? Because BTO prices also have changed because of that. Right, more mature estates, yes, higher. Non mature, cheaper. Last time, all about the same. Last time, all immature. Mm. <laughs> last time, all <laughs> amateur. <laughs> amateur. But Amokyo is a hot location yes, now, right? Everyone but last wants time, to. No one thinks. My Amma stayed at Amokyo for how long already? Uh, oh. 40, 50 years? But I Amokyo, never thought Amokyo was a cool place. Though. Is it? But I love my Amma there, so it's a loving place. But it's, and it's like, um, it's super huge. Yes. Super, super big. I, I don't even know where Amokyo ends, you know, to be honest. Yeah. It stretches all the way into Bishan. Mm. And uh, people just love staying there. La. Yeah. I thought because they like the. The person leading the place is yes, also why. Same, I love. Yeah, so yeah. why not? Yeah, so Amokyo has that premium now that yes, you're paying for. Okay. That's the reason why last time people say location is important. Mm. Because you see, they bought 300 PSF, wow. in the end, 2,433 square feet. Hey, sorry, sorry, see wrong. Yeah, correct, 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 correct. Yeah. Yeah. They make 1.07 million dollars. Insane. That's why I can imagine. Uh, last Insane. time you say, hey, I stay at Amokyo, uh, uh. I s- 15 years, yeah. I sell 1 million, you sell how much? That's my quintet, 400. <laughs> then you say, huh? Location is important. Wow. Location important. Then now developers also know location is important. That's right. the reason why developers do factor in the price premium in your PSF. You need to know that. That's mm. the reason why in our investment philosophy, mm. location is not even one of the factors. True. I'm going to repeat one time. In True. our investment philosophy, location is not one of the factors. And you're very right about that because yes. when I speak to people, right, they always try to justify using their emotions yes. to say, I get where you're coming from, Nigel, but eh, come on, let's be realistic. The location is very good. Leh. Then got mm. the MRT coming out here, got this Correct. connection, and then, and then they just you know try to justify for themselves why they should pay three, four hundred. Yeah, that's right. More. And not only that, mm. there are also individuals who say that, Jervis, today you don't buy good location property, yeah. so how to sell in the future? Yeah. Right, but I also shared before, right? First floor HDB, there are also people who want to buy. True. Ultimately, it's all about affordability. And Depends to be on the street. Agreed. And to be yeah. honest, right, today a lot of people, there's no obscure location in Singapore. La. It's right. so connected anyway. Yeah. Unless maybe you live in like the Lim Chukang, the farm oh, area. Oh, uh, West Coast. Uh, sorry. Yeah, uh, West Coast. Yeah, okay, no, West Coast is also pretty really good. Connected. Yeah, because like, so long as you're not in Lim Chukang, literally, you're not at like Sungai Gedong Camp, the area, you know, then, then maybe you change profession la, and like rare right. chickens and sell eggs. <laughs> That's right. But yes. otherwise, I think, yeah, it's very, very connected. Last time, remember, mm. we said Pongo is like very ulu. Yeah. But now they are going to make Pongo a digital district. Eh? Exactly. That's how amazing our government is. Exactly. Because everything is changing. Yeah, and there yeah. are people who used to say, I swear I will never live Stay in the north. Or north. Yeah, Yishun. the north. Yeah, Yishun, Canberra. Now Yishun is everything. Then yeah. Canberra is an MRT. MRT they are building a new uh, north south uh, yes. corridor or something corridor like that. Also. Yeah, yes. so it's amazing. It's amazing. Yes, that's right. So if we were to go into um, mm. those who bought after MOP or privatization, uh, after privatization, you can see those who bought 2016, 2015, we are still at Novo, right? Yeah, still Novo. Purchase price 820, sold 824. Profit $5,000. You must remember, agent commission, accrued interest, everything, wow. you're making a loss. Buyer's stamp duty as well. Okay? Mm. And then the highest profit here that we see after that is uh, we have 200K, right? Yep. 200K is people who bought in 2011 and sold in 2018. Seven years of waiting period. Okay? Right. So let's say today, uh, after sharing with you all of these facts and figures, right? Yeah. I know you're not able to, you, you may not be able to encapsulate all this because, you know, we should have shown you some slides and everything like this. Yes. But if you want, just let us know. We will send you the report anytime, right, mm-hmm. to show you. Or just have a consultation with you as well. But let's go on to our key takeaways. Maybe mm. both of us, right? Yeah. You start with yours. I prepared some pointers. Okay. What are some of your key takeaways from this entire EC sharing? I mean, what do you think now? Because potentially, mm. we may want to buy an EC. Yeah. If our income level doesn't cross. Correct. Right? So, so what is your take? 
Okay, my, my, my take on EC is that uh, first and foremost, I still, I still hold to, to the stance that I, I was keeping, which is we've missed the boat. Mm. Okay? I know now prices are also higher, so on a relative basis, uh, EC is still considerably more affordable. But I would say that the first and foremost consideration you should have if you're looking at EC would be if you need space. Mm. I would agree that EC is a bigger unit Absolutely. Uh, compared to the prior properties. You see a lot of prior properties, the layout also is like, wow. It's, it's, it's really meant for efficiency. Uh, space efficiency, so like the kitchen and all that, the layout is, is not the most optimal if you're having a big family. But Absolutely. if you're going to be like someone like myself and my partner, we're not going to look for a big unit, uh, we don't need that space, then maybe EC is not for us. Maybe we can go and get a private where we can also qualify under TDSR, which yeah. means I can now buy maybe uh, a slightly higher quantum unit if I want to. Right. And I feel that yes, EC, right? If you can afford it, buy the biggest unit. Mm. Because someday, when someone, your future buyer, maybe after your MOP already, that person is not looking to make profits. That's right. They're just looking to buy a unit that is huge. Then so today, yeah, correct. If today you are buying um, from the from the show flat, get yeah. the biggest unit possible. Yeah. Also, you know, with a bigger unit, even if you make two three hundred per square foot, uh, at least. Um, the profit will be quite sizable because of the bigger unit. That's right. I think uh, before I go on to my takeaways, I think what you shared is uh, absolutely correct, mm -hmm. right? Um, just one point on the biggest unit, right? Choose biggest unit if the PSF is good, yeah. right? Uh, last time, 2004 is very digestible, okay? Mm. Uh, maybe you can consider above 1008 if you want. Why? True. Actually, very simple. Because today, in the market, how many units you can find above 1008, 1009, 2000 yeah. uh, that is under 2.5 or $3 million? Agree. Hard to come by, Agree. right? So these are really good resale opportunities, actually, yeah. for resale buyers, right? For myself, I mm. actually uh, tabulated six takeaways. Why? Just usually, I talk, talk, talk with you, I get very excited, I forget everything. Oh, okay. And so I, yeah. I really wrote so, six so takeaways. So you go through that. Yeah, I wrote six okay. takeaways very, here today. Very systematic, I like. Yes. Okay. First thing, <laughs> mm. if you want to sell, currently you already own an EC. If you want yes. to sell, number one, wait until, upon MOP, you can flip already. Don't need to wait until privatization. Correct. Okay? And if you want to sell, let's say you buy a MOP unit, right? And then you're thinking, maybe I wait until privatization, then I sell. You don't need to. You can wait after you cross the three-year SSD period, you can sell already. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, a um, common myth, uh, a common uh, 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 myth is this. You only can sell a EC if you buy a resale EC after privatization. No, right. you can sell three years if you want to escape the SSD. Yeah. And not, so you're saying don't wait for the extra two years, don't hoping that that privatized labor will change don't things. Have to. Okay, don't have. To. Got it. All right, because you must understand one thing. Ten years later, yes, it is privatized, but the facilities also uh, other facilities modernized already. Your facility mm. is still very privatized, right? It's still <laughs> very old. Okay, your facade is still very old. Okay. Good second one, thing. One. Second mm. thing. An investor looking to purchase an MOPEC will not enjoy as much capital gains uh, unless you buy it at the launch price. So let's yeah. say today launch price of Quintet is 300 per square foot. Yep. And then you today want to buy one that privatized already. Mm. Then you buy a 300 per square foot. Is it possible? I don't think so. But yeah. if you get a fire sale, you need to buy. But yeah. actually this logic works in all resale condominiums. Agree. You buy at launch price, you compensate money. Correct. Right? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Okay, the third thing yeah. is Three years of building plus five years of MOP equals to eight years. Mm. That is equivalent to almost three property cycles. So you got to think about the opportunity cost wisely. Absolutely. Right? And with the current EC prices at 1,001, 1,002 per square foot, the question here is that after five years, will the PSF go up to 1,004, 2,005 PSF? Okay, I'm not going to jump in to say no. Mm. Neither am I going to say yes. But the thing here is that Passeries 8 has gone up to 2,000 PSF. Yeah. Yes, integrated development MRT. But you must understand one thing about Passeries 8. Mm. There are individuals in Passeries 8 who also bought it at 1,004 per square foot. Wow. So don't just look at the news 2000, then you think Passeries 8 whole thing close. No, 1,004 PSF also have. Mm. So the question here is, let's say if today your future uh, EC is at Fernvale, yeah. right, or Tampines, right? Yeah. Tampines, there are a couple of new developments that are coming up, right? You have Park Central EC, and you have Treasure at Tampines. 
Mm-hmm. My clients have bought Treasure at Tampines at thousand one or even under thousand one per square foot before for the bigger wow. units. That's crazy. And for and the now it's thousand, thousand five already now the average. My client each has made about two hundred and fifty wow. to two hundred eighty k for each unit he bought. He bought two four bedroom units. And he already made uh, more than half a million already. That's and he only waited for two years. <laughs> he haven't even come. He haven't come. Make me come money. Already. Correct. Okay. So these are the things that you need to take note of as well. Okay. Mm. So one more thing is choosing of units in the EC is very important. Yep. Right. It doesn't mean that lowest PSF is the best. Yeah. Okay. A fun tip. Speak to us if you wanna buy one. No obligation. Okay. No ask you to buy one. No mm. gun here. Okay. Mm. Um. But the thing here is that if you're buying for EC, a quick tip, right? A EC. Think about your future buyers and yeah. also look specifically in the district you're in Correct. and look specifically in that particular area you're in. Who are mm. the future buyers? You need to think from the angle. And how do you know? Speak to a real estate agent who has on-the-ground knowledge there. Because they sell, we sell properties everywhere. We know the profile of the buyers that come and find us from. Mm. Right? Okay? Lastly, if you are looking to stay, right? Uh, but you have a long-term thinking of hopefully try to make something out of this property. EC uh, doesn't harm at all, I feel. So you can still consider EC. That's and, and but with this thought in mind, you are saying buy as a new launch, la, not, not, uh, not from... Uh, recently MOP EC. But current new launches EC, I would think that I would agree with you, you have missed the boat because mm. the PSF is required. Some ECs, some uh, units in your current ECs actually had transa- had been transacted, had, had already transacted at, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> had already transacted at 800 to 900 per square foot. But now yes. you're going at 1,001, 1,002, your meeting is low comparatively, yeah. but you already missed the boat. Mm. Correct. I feel. Correct. So, so, still can, so still can. So still can. Still can. Still can. Still can. But not not the best time but honestly speaking if you continue waiting the prices will go up True. so yeah just i think sometimes you just have to tell yourself that you know no point uh, just crying over lost milk no no yeah. uh, spilled milk no point crying over lost time right uh, just got to take action and you just got to take action agree and these are again general opinions that we have about yep. the ec as a product that's right um all our circumstances differ mm. that's why if you really want something uh, a, a bespoke advice for you yep. then of course speak to us so that we can find out whether this will be the suitable product and yes. sometimes people think that hey you know maybe I cannot afford a private property well let us let us be the one to tell you yes or no because yep. we will look through the numbers with you we will we will plan it for you and then you of course ultimately you make the decision um, going forward la. that's right so thank you so much for watching today's episode of the mm-hmm. Millennium Movement. We have come to the end yes, of today's yeah. EC sharing when Nigel has a fever, <laughs> uh, he's sick and Travis is very tired. Okay, yeah. But we hope you have enjoyed this entire episode and we have uh, brought value to you through mm-hmm. this, the Millennium Movement uh, yes. by the Talk Collective of, uh, by Jane Real Estate. And we just hope that you can tune in next week as well. Okay, So if you are watching the live, uh, the recording, not the live, please comment down below and share with your friends if you can do so as well. Next yes. week, mm. I believe, mm. we're going to bring an, a broker or okay. someone special on the show. Mm. So we wouldn't be going through EC or condo because as I see an EC condo, all these million dollar tips yeah. are five, six viewers. Exactly. Then we bring the the chill yeah, one, the, uh, the chill agent. The chill uh. handsome one, uh, wow. 30, 40, then the shares exactly. is like 10,000. Then the comments are so hot. Comments is wow. <laughs> all the fire and everything. Yeah. So, so <laughs> let's, yeah, that we understand. We mm. hear you, okay? Uh, because millennials, right? Just have fun, right? So next week, we're going to bring a broker on board and you're going to hear from him or her. That sounds Stay amazing. Tuned, and you got to figure it out. Find out all our updates by joining our Telegram community if you haven't already done so. Again, you can join our Telegram community from the pinned comments. Mm. Okay, just click, just join so that you get the latest updates. And uh, every now and then we do a little poll just to find out what you guys are really interested in so that we can sort of tailor the content to better uh, meet the demands of our viewers. So let us know in the community and just be a part of this entire collective, thought thought collective. It's thought collective, okay? I don't want to butcher it. Thought collective. Yes, Absolutely. this is Jervis. 
This is Nigel, and you are watching The Millennial Movement. That's right. Bye-bye. Thank you.